Hi, this is Bruce Tim, and you're listening to the Batman Universe Podcast. Batman Universe. Hey guys, welcome back to the Batman Universe podcast, or welcome for the first time, if it is your first time. I'm Jamie. I'm Andy. And I'm Ryan. And uh, we're going to bring you uh, the and Sweet News. we are Snooze. Wild Stallions. <laughs> I thought you were going with Three Amigos, but you went Wild Stallions. Yeah, <laughs> I go with whatever pops in my head first. Uh, Sometimes it works out, other times not it. so much. That's a dangerous way to live, Andy. Yeah, well, but it's gotten me this far. Live your dream. Now I'm a huge internet personality on the Batman universe, so suck it. <laughs> Going for broke, Andy over here. All right, so should we start with movies? Do you want to? It's eight a.m. on a Friday. We've already had one suck it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like yeah. that's what happens when you schedule this for eight a.m. That's a good. Start. I, I, I take no responsibility for anything that happens in the next hour. One suck. I'm not it. even awake yet. I'll remember none of this. One suck it and one Bill and Ted's excellent adventure quote. So. Do you start off every work day just saying I'm not responsible for the first? Pretty hour. much. Pretty much. <laughs> if you if you schedule a meeting anytime before eleven, that's pretty much my rule. I walk in, and I go, I don't know what's about to happen, but buckle up, folks. <laughs> It's been great working with you, Andy. It's, it's been really... You know, busy. unemployment doesn't pay back, as long as It still pays. Anyway, let's talk about movies. Yeah, let's, well, why not? So, Batman. We're huh? here. Uh, Brian, since you're so uh, sprightly this morning, why don't you uh, take us away? All right. Um, so, obviously, we got to start off with anything new from the world of uh, Batman v Superman and... Uh, sure enough, old Scoot McNary. Old Scoot. <laughs> that rabble rouser. Now, I like to think Green Sox is not your first choice. But it could be. With a name like Old Scoot, I mean, is really anything off the table? It's right. just. Do you know do you what know Old Scoot has? He has contempt for the czars of fashion. That's what he has. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. I thought I was awake this morning. Andy is on it. I'm, I'm not. It's all an act. <laughs> uh, so, well. Scoot, uh, hence, hence running around in green socks. Of course, the set picks are still uh, kind of flying in, uh, so to speak. <laughs> uh, we've gotten a better look at the Superman suit. Um, you know, kind of the pre-Zack Snyder filter that... That, uh, listen, so, quit skipping around, Scoot. All right, we want to we want to talk. Shut your mouth Scoot. and listen to what I'm Superman, saying. Superman. Well, let's get to these green socks. All right. <laughs> well, why don't you tell us about the green socks? Well, I'm uh, fine. I will because I want to get right to the point. Uh, no, it's just weird seeing. We didn't know that Scoot McNary. First of all, we didn't know his name was Scoot, so that was a, a, a plus in the start. But uh, second of all, we didn't know he was in this movie at all, and he seems to have some. Sort of a, I don't know, a, a somewhat important role where he's wearing green screen socks. Everyone's as, uh, speculating that he could be Flash, but to me, I'm like, 
No, I don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't buy that for a second. Can, can you imagine? That, yeah. I mean, because why would you CG just from the knee down? That doesn't make sense. Exactly. If 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 they were gonna do like a flash, some sort of effect of him running, green, it would be from the waist down. Green pants. As most maybe people his, run. Maybe yeah. he keeps his legs still and it's just knees down. Yeah. He's just <laughs> super no. quick. Yeah. So I I don't buy the flash <laughs> rumors at all. There's a visual. Um, <laughs> my my guess is he is an amputee. He's Lieutenant Dan. He's Lieutenant Dan, and totally. therefore is going to LexCorp or Star Labs for some sort of some sort of uh, prosthetics. Yeah, uh, see? see, yeah, he's like a fallout victim of of some of the damage or of the yeah. uh, destruction of Metropolis, and, and perhaps those, those prosthetics seems- are step one towards greater things like exactly. like a metallo. Or something, you know? Yeah, yeah, and because I mean, he's he's been interviewed, and and he has been a little bit cryptic about it, right? Of course, every, everyone's cryptic with this film, but mm-hmm. um, he he's talked about how uh, he hopes to stay around the DC universe for some time, uh, you know, post BBS, right? And so whether that whether he's Flash or Metallo or you know whoever. Uh, I assume he's some kind of character. Yeah, I feel like he's just yeah. too left field. He's, for him he's to not be just a uh, citizen know? of Metropolis. Yeah, exactly. You know? Right, and and that's the funny thing about any time the wreckage. W- these yeah. movies happen. Whenever they announce a new cast member, the internet jumps to which A list superhero right. are they playing, and it just doesn't work like that. There are tons of so roles. obviously Nightwing. I yeah, mean, come yeah. on. There are so many roles in these movies that aren't superheroes or even villains for that matter because I remember when The Dark Knight Rises was shooting and they announced uh, was it Juno Temple oh was that her name? Juno Temple? Yeah. Uh, and they're like and they're like she's playing a Gotham Street kid and everybody goes oh my god she's Batgirl and I'm like no they said she's a Gotham Street kid you watch the movie what was she? A Gotham Street Street kid kid, like not everybody is going to be so Scoot He's something, and it's he's obviously something important enough that they're going to do do some effects in post. But I think the Flash thing is just wishful thinking. Yeah, I mean, we already know that this movie is going to be jam packed with characters, and I think at the very least we're going to be getting introductions from a lot of these characters in the yeah. Justice League. But yeah. you know, I feel like it's going to be like setups and name drops more than like. Here's the Flash running down the street in this Batman versus Superman in movie. In a suit. In a suit. Yeah. Knees down, running right. quickly. Uh, it's just weird. Maybe. We don't, I mean, we don't know. I mean, he, he could be Flash. He could be Barry Allen. We don't know. I do know. Oh, I was cast in the movie. We talked about this. You are. That's right. Green Lantern is in the movie, <laughs> and he's me. No, yeah, you're right. I mean, we can't. it's too early to call anything, but at the same time, I'm with Andy. I think it's an amputee kind of thing. It seems way too weird. Like, we've all seen kind of a really similar style of doing the Flash, like they're doing the TV show. You have his arms moving fast and his legs moving fast, and his body is really the only thing that's even moderately stationary that you can see. Knees down doesn't make any sense, you know? Right. It's like, then you get this weird, like, Superman chase... uh, Right. Racing the train in in the original Superman movie, where it's this weird, yeah, yeah like it just doesn't work. <laughs> Don't you dare! I still I love it. All right, it, clearly I can tell it's hilarious. It's fantastic. <laughs> So, uh, so they, yes, we don't know. They, they did what they could. They, I, I commend them. It's fantastic. It, it has a unique look for super speed that we have not seen since, and I like it just for that. Yeah, you know, it's a. I like it. And for the times, it's just perfect. Yeah. And the whole style of that movie. It's, and he's it's, just so happy. He's just... He's just so happy racing that train. <laughs> uh, 
so so yeah, Scoot McNary, we've got our eye on you, buddy. Uh, or then, or maybe uh, Brian said he's not a Muppet. Maybe he is. Maybe he's Kermit, and he was just those are his real legs. We don't know. I think we're all sort of speculating Muppets. This is the second episode that we've talked about Muppets maybe being in Beaver's So uh, I think so. I think Bunsen Honeydew works at Star Labs. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it here first. Uh, Let so, that rumor spread. Through like a yeah. wildfire. Go. So the, uh, And then Brian brought up the Superman suit. I think we should touch on that for just a oh second. Oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, is it okay to talk about that now? Nah, I think we need a couple more minutes. All right, Andy, scoot. you and I will talk about We'll Super- talk about the Superman I'll be over here dreaming about Scoot <laughs> so, McGarry's green legs. The exciting thing is that the outdoor shooting is, in, is happening in earnest, and so now we are getting all those spy picks yeah. that we knew we would get. Still no Batmobile curses, yeah. but, but I'll take what I can get. And so, you know, we, we saw a cloaked figure that was... V- very possibly a Batman. Uh, then we saw Henry Cavill in the suit, but completely covered or mostly covered. And then finally, uh, he opened that coat, and we got uh, the first non non altered photo of him in the new suit. And uh, and as a lot of people online have noticed, it is a lot brighter and deeper and richer colors mm-hmm. uh, than it appeared in Man of Steel, which. In the first released image, you don't really get right. because he's in the rain, and they played with the they played with the coloring of it. They love but, darkening up those yeah. images, so but, there's still a little bit of you know. But that's obscure. why I think the suit is actually brighter. I think it's to compensate for the the darkness of of inevitably what will be this movie, and to really contrast with Gotham and Batman. I think he's getting punched up a little bit, and I and and the hair. He's got the slick, yeah, slick Superman hair. Totally. Uh, so I think he he's really kind of uh, kind of coming into his own as as Superman. Yeah, I think it, I, I love I think it. it. Looks great. I think it, it totally looks looks great. And I have seen awesome. a lot of a lot of people going, "Oh, well, that's just because it's without a filter, so it'll still look like Man of Steel." I still think it'll be brighter than Man of Steel because if you look at the spy pics from Man of Steel compared to the final product, yeah, even. It was very dull. The suit he wore was much, much duller and darker. Um, So they do want him to pop more. They do want the colors brighter. I think that's a great thing, uh, especially for the whiners who say, it's not colorful enough. So I just want this sort of picture for Wonder Woman to silence those whiners too. Totally. I am speaking of Batman. So Batman in the, is in this movie, and we did get a chance. He to, is. He is, and we did. We actually got to see man. his cape and cowl at uh, at Comic Con, which was super cool. Uh, if you didn't get a chance to see that, uh, you will get another chance to see the cape and cowl. It's going to be featured at the Warner Brothers Batman exhibit, which has been confirmed that it, it's going to now be a part of that of that permanent. Well, not, I shouldn't say permanent. That that. Batman 75th anniversary. I have a feeling it'll be there longer than, than they're saying. Well, Harry Potter's been there a while, but you know that is a it's a flex space, so we don't know how long it's going to be there. So if yeah. you if you uh, if you get a chance to get out to uh, to Burbank and go visit it, we obviously highly recommend it. We've already talked about that before. Just but, be clear with your tour guide up front that you're there for the bats, so they give you extra time because the 10 minute window I think that they normally <laughs> give you is may or nothing. may not be granted, but yeah. you can say it. Yeah, we at least got an extra five to ten minutes in there which was still not enough but you know it's great to see and it makes you wonder how many of these cowls that they have actually produced that they have one that they're just like oh you know what just we don't need that one you know just throw it in the throw it at comic con throw it in exhibit it's like man how many of these you know are there if we hadn't gone if if we hadn't gone to comic con and seen the cape and cowl and we had already done the the batman exhibit which we did 
month or two ago. Uh, I'd be so sad because I'm like, ah, oh, we should have waited because uh, now we would have gotten it. But fortunately, it will, yeah. we lucked out and we were yeah. able to see it. So uh, Totally. If, for, if you've been holding off on seeing the Batman exhibit at the Warner Brothers tour, good on you because now you're going to get to see There's one cow Batflex I would cape. love to see. I would love to see the Michael Keaton torn cowl from Batman, Batman Returns. Returns. They probably tossed it, man. Just the neck. Yeah. That Just would be the cool. torn neck cowl. Would <laughs> yeah, because be awesome. he really rips that thing. I he mean, does. it's it's not faked. It's like he. I want to do it. I want to. <laughs> I want to take a cowl and and rip it off. And so, it. Warner Brothers, if you're listening, <laughs> if you could just get some of those cowls in and let your guests rip them off their own heads. Eh, don't worry about them. Just donate it right here to the Batman Universe podcast, All right, and, well, we'll, and we'll go ahead and rip just trying to outreach for, for everyone. But eh. Brian's. Brian's being selfish today, yeah, so don't worry about them. what have you. Uh, but yeah, go check it out. Uh, we do recommend going in, in groups, if you can, You know, to, to Jamie's point about uh, getting to spend more time with Batman. Uh, try, and go, try and go with a group, because then you can kind of try and push that a little bit. A group uh, of 12, right, I think was the tour group. Yeah. Just get a group of 12, yeah, 12 and just Batmans. Wear, chant Batman and demand. Wear your shirts. Make your demands heard. Just... Force it. If upon. you do it, we we want picks, guys. We yeah. want we want groups of cosplayers going to the Batman. <laughs> that would be amazing. Exhibit. <laughs> All right. Other movie news. Uh, this isn't really news, but more uh, just kind of a cool. It's kind of cool. Uh, Pierce Brosnan, nugget. little nugget, uh, revealing that he once met with uh, Tim Burton to to play Batman. That would have been different. A very interesting. You know, I don't think I've ever heard Pierce Brosnan even try and do an American accent. Yeah, that was my first thought. Is so, I don't think I have either. Yeah, so it would be interesting to even see him play an American, I think, because generally, I mean, he's he's freaking James Bond, you know. Yeah. He's a British guy, yeah. you know, and he plays it well. So it would be very unusual, <laughs> I think. Every every superhero these days is a British guy, so... In truth, I, yeah. This... <laughs> This is true. Yeah, Andrew Garfield, like Mr. America. Oh know. wait, oh wait, nope. Oh Christian yeah. Bale. Christian Bale. Yeah. I didn't know <laughs> Christian Bale was Welsh until The Prestige. Wow. I was like, why is he in his interviews talking in this accent? And then I, oh, yeah. I thank God for Chris Evans. Yeah, Captain America himself. He's Ugh. the only one. He's he's carrying the torch for all American actors playing American superheroes. <laughs> Can you imagine the riots there would have been? Like, if you yes. make Captain America not American, there would have been problems. I, I think. just love that there would have been quote riots, and I would have been <laughs> leading them. Looting. <laughs> Heads up, Best Buy. We're taking your TVs. Oh, instincts <laughs> taking over. Animal behavior coming out. Uh, but, you know, Pierce Brosnan does say that he, he loves Batman. I love this quote that uh, any man who wears his underpants <coughs> outside his pants just cannot be taken seriously. Yeah. And then yeah. and then he admits how foolish that was to even think that. But, I mean, it just goes to show. It's like that's how far we've come with superhero yeah. movies, you know. It's well, weird a lot of people talking that about way. that now. It I mean, is. It's well, 25 years later. Yeah. But, but, I mean... It, Pierce Brosnan doesn't even seem like a Tim Burton. Maybe it was just guy. thrown out there, you well, know, in a random interview. Because obviously Batman is everywhere these days. Maybe they're right, like, "What right. if you played Batman?" And, and he's he like, was "Actually, like, well, actually. yeah." And then I, I was like, "What?" I remember like long lists of potential actors to play Batman for Batman '89, and when Pierce Brosnan said this, I was like, "You know what? I feel like I've heard that. I feel like I've seen his name on lists as someone mm. that was looked at." But there again, that was such a long list, like. Uh, I feel like, you know, it was like Ray Liotta and Bill Murray and like it was just a crazy so it was one of those I never gave a lot of thought to. Well, um, was he even popular Bill in, Murray. in the early nineties? <laughs> Bill Murray. Oh my gosh. A Bill Murray Batman. Oh. 
But that would have been underpants on the outside. That yeah. would have been, yeah. But with, with Pierce Brosnan saying this, his, <laughs> when he says, uh, you know, how can anyone take this seriously? My first, you know, I get my blood starts to boil. I'm like, how dare you, Pierce yeah. Brosnan? And then he's like, it was my fool. I was, I was stupid. I, was I didn't dummy. realize. And I'm like, okay, all right, we're cool again. He gets We're it. good. Yeah, he knows. So, and then in other news, uh, everybody's talking about how Frank Miller is, it seems to be, he's just really not holding back. I mean, maybe he hasn't been, but I think just because of, even at Comic-Con, he was really out there. In one of the panels, he talked about how his his life's work was getting rid of that damn yellow, you know, uh, oh, oval up behind yeah. the bat. And uh, to which a lot of the fans were like, eh, you know, like, you know, <laughs> kind of like that, but okay, you know, and... <clears throat> We get it. It's like he's he's written one of the most pivotal um, versions of Batman and one of the most well liked, and the ones that all the comic book creators themselves reference. So it's like he gets to kind of throw his weight around a little bit, and obviously with the movies he's made. But it seems like right now he's really just not holding back and kind of kind of just tearing into everybody that's done anything with Batman. So yeah. it's gone beyond just so going. I you know I created this version of Batman that I like the best. He's basically saying that every other version of Batman uh, in the movies created is crap, is kind of where he's going. And so. you know what? He's entitled to his opinion. Totally. Uh, I have a hard time believing that he walked out of the dark night. I agree. Yeah. Uh, it, would t- it takes a lot for me to walk out of a movie. I can't even actually think of a movie that I've walked out of. No. Well, to be a creator like that no. and not give something a chance. I mean, there are people that are like that, you know, that are just... I think it's a, it's a fun thing that people say. I don't know how many people actually are getting up out of a movie that you have paid to watch and leaving. Now, granted, maybe he didn't... Maybe he didn't even pay, but maybe, if he's on the Warner Brothers lot and he's right. seeing yeah. a screening of The Dark Knight... And he yeah. storms out. He did. He stormed out, and he kicked Christopher Nolan in the shins, and yeah. he keyed his car on his way out. That's what, that's what happened. <laughs> you, you don't own the Dark Knight. <laughs> With the Freddy Krueger um, yeah. gauntlet. That's what you did. If you will. I don't know. I, I mean, he's cool. he's Frank Miller. He's a living legend, and he's he's gotten old and cranky, and he he what? likes saying this stuff. He likes... I think you know, there are some people that are creators guy, and yeah. fans, and there are some people that are just creators. And yeah. I think he's one of those people that is, is really a creator. You know, when he's... He goes and he makes stuff, and I I, I shouldn't say this too forwardly because I don't really know of him that well, but he just seems like the kind of guy. I know people who are fans of things, uh, but it more just into the creation side. They want to be creators, and they rarely sit down and watch some other person's version of Right. Okay, so he creates his version and then he moves on. Well, and I, I seems feel like, like he's that kind of guy. Where where we're kind of, I think, those kind of people were. But I also, I you know, in, in the in the same interview, he also talks about you know, kind of uh, in 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 what regard he holds the the comic book as a medium, mm-hmm. right? And a lot of these guys will talk about how they don't really like the term graphic novel that they prefer comic books because it's a it's a truer name of what it actually is, and you right. can take it a little not quite so seriously, but at the same time treat it like like the art form that it is and he, he's one of those kind of guys right and you know Alan Moore is kind of the same way um, where they they really hold in high regard uh, the comic book sequential storytelling as a as a as a means of telling a story and uh, so I liked that piece of the interview then he, I mean he does say some shock value things like this piece about the Dark Knight whether Christopher Nolan even owns the phrase the Dark Knight of course he doesn't um, nobody owns but that he, phrase he never said he did so yeah, that's right. why yeah, but how was, dare you, Christopher <laughs> Nolan? I didn't say anything. I just made the move. I'm just over here making Interstellar, man. 
But then he also talks about, you know, they ask him whether he prefers Batman or Superman. He's like, I prefer Batman or Superman. They're just lines on paper. How can you prefer one line over another? And you're like, now you're saying things just to rattle people's cages. Yes. Right? And it's, it's like, I... It's Who's Frank Miller. Someone who rattled the cages. <laughs> it's it, you know, I yes, he's 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 not wrong, but at the same time, lines these lines on paper mean. But at the same time, people. he's wrong, right? Yeah, am I right? That's right. I'd like to apologize for Jamie um, to you, Frank, who I know is listening. <laughs> I think you, Frank. I want you. <laughs> I want you. I'm sure he is. I'm sure he is. <laughs> All right, Just like on. last week, Jason Priestley was listening. Oh, That's man. Fantastic. There was another Jason Pri- think, Priestley reference this week. There, Maybe there he's coming never, back around. There never be too many. There's a buzz. Yeah. Uh, so in other news, uh, moving on to TV. He's going to play Riddler. He's <laughs> moving on to Gotham. Jason Priestley is announced as Riddler. No, that's not true. Uh, so not not much going on with Gotham. Uh, we're just highly anticipating uh, its arrival. There's a new uh, trailer in the UK that basically shows a lot of the um, press reviews uh, within the trailer, which are all, you know, uh, fantastic, must watch. Gotham nails it. Loved it. You know, so obviously they're not going to show the bad ones in that trailer. So, um, but... <laughs> It yeah. seems like everybody is is really excited about it and, and really digging it. And um, they also had one that showed him a little bit more of, of Gordon's side, which I think is one of the best parts of the episode, is kind of showing that he is this young, tenacious Gordon and that even, you know, when he first meets Fish Mooney and some of these characters, I mean, he's he's not taking any crap, you know. He, and, and even with the police force, you know, he comes in really heavy-handed and these guys are like, oh, well, this is how it is around here. And he's like, yeah, I don't really care. This is how I'm doing things. So, just um, release the show already. I know. Yeah. I mean, there, one more month. There, I think. There's nothing else to is say. Is it still about another it. month? It just it's feels another like month. that. That's just, I see this and it's like, yeah, slightly more footage. I'm like, I feel like we've seen all the footage. I, well, I mean, we have, but I feel like there's even, very even all the things. stuff that's officially released. I'm like, yeah. But how many more stills can you release? Yeah, how many just, more little two minute feature? Well, even one of the time. one of the biggest things. Spoiler alert! If you haven't seen any of these things, uh, you know the fact that. Uh, Selena Kyle witnesses the Wayne murder. I mean, that was a huge deal for me. I was like, wow, this is a really, like, I don't think they've ever done anything like this before, which really adds some weight to her character and her connection to Bruce. And and they've showed that yeah. not, uh, like quite a while ago now in the trailer, or one of the, one of the trailers. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I, I agree. Short of a few things, you can pretty much piece those all together in yeah. your episode. Well, I mean. yeah, it'll get to the point where those who haven't seen the pilot but have only seen all these trailers will watch the pilot and go, all right, it's yep. everything I already saw, and now let's move forward, which is kind of where There's we're There's probably a little right bit more Bullock in there that they haven't yeah. shown, but yeah. other than that, we'll see what Riddler, I everything, IV, all that stuff. And, and well, and... They have not given away the foot massage yet, so something to look oh, forward to, yeah. people. Well, what I love about the the, best sel- part. the Selena <laughs> Kyle bit is that you, we've seen that that murder in the in the alley so many times. Yeah, right. We've seen, you know. If I see those pearls hit the ground one more damn time. <laughs> but how, you ever dance with the putting girl? Selena Kyle into it? You know, changes the perspective on it. It, it. it adds something to the story that doesn't doesn't change the origin at all. It doesn't change that event. Right and how it impacted Bruce, but now we're going to see it from a slightly different different angle, and and you know kind of well it puts a witness to the murder, right for one thing, and then it puts like like I said just the connection of of Bruce and Selena and the future. I mean, assuming well. We'll see. I mean, we're never going to see Bruce in the cowl, but at the same time, you know, it's it's to give them 
a a story conceit to have them have a connection now. Yeah. That isn't the Batman Catwoman adversarial connection. Yeah. They they wrote this in so now young Bruce and Selina can can have some sort of interaction connection relationship uh, without it becoming Batman and Catwoman. Yeah. So yeah. Y- you understand that cuz otherwise she'll just she'd just be out there on her own doing her thing. Exactly. Um, so how else do you connect her to Bruce and I think this is the Well we always see them meet as Batman and Catwoman. Yeah. And now we're getting more of like their childhood them being raised together like um what is her name? Golden Dawn from the comic books. That was that was like a throwaway character, I think, for the most part. But that was somebody that was uh, a female character, a little girl that Bruce grew up with. That well, that's Rachel Dawes, right? I mean, that, that, <laughs> yeah, essentially, that was, yeah, that you're was right. Their relationship. I, I don't, I don't anticipate this being a Bruce and Selena getting raised together. No, no, no. I don't think I, so. Either. I don't think it's that. But I, but I. Well, they run in different circles too, so it's. Right. I think it works having a connection and maybe her looking out for him or kind of understanding yeah. what's going on yeah. or seeing. Well, it'll be interesting to see what they do with Bruce, you know. And and I know we've seen some of these clips where he's trying to uh, overcome his fears, right? And how far do they push that? Does he go out into the city? Does he go back to the alley? And if he does, does he interact with Selena there? And yeah, maybe yeah. some daredevil stuff, like yeah. him standing on the edge of Wayne Manor, and right. you know, maybe she catches him or right. sees him doing this stuff and teaches, maybe teaches him. Well, I'd like to yeah. see you know something where they where they start to interact, and you know, maybe an interaction that Alfred doesn't even know about, right? And it's kind of like his his secret friend, where he, you know he goes and they. It's kind of bridge to Terabithia, you know, esque. If you get that reference, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that reference with, with a happier ending. Hopefully, <laughs> yeah, jeez, <laughs> there's no happy endings in Gotham. <laughs> yeah, so. you're right. Well, we get we get the death right up front, so yeah. you know <laughs> they're they're not shy about it. She's so. gonna drown. <laughs> oh, yeah. Spoiler alert for uh, Bridge to Terabithia uh, unwatchers haven't watched yet. Unwatchers. Unwatchers. <laughs> I'm an unwatcher. That's a thing. Uh, so anyway, hey. Gotham, Gotham is coming. Uh, just get here. Is it? Just so, <laughs> so we can see episode <laughs> One two. One more month. Just yeah. push the date up, all right? Just do it. Let's just do it. Release it online. Call it a day. <laughs> uh, moving on to video games. We've got another trailer for Lego Batman 3, which reveals a little bit more uh, about the story um, and the main villain uh, being Brainiac. And uh, I think the line he says in the trailer, I just watched it this morning, was, uh, you know, I'm, I'm tired of owning cities. I'm ready to own worlds. Worlds, yeah. Uh, and so that's that's kind of what they're using to go He's out in the into galaxy. space, out into the galaxy, which Brainiac is the perfect villain to do that with. What I was surprised from this new trailer is, is how many of, not only of from the Green Lantern universe, but of all the different colored lanterns are now included in this game. So yeah, you're like, Wait, this is a Batman game? It's crazy. And there's like every yeah. one of the lanterns they show. Yeah. Like, make no mistake. This isn't a Batman game. Right, right. This is very much like like how <laughs> Batman Assault, Assault on Arkham was called Batman. It was a Batman but, movie. But it was a Suicide Squad movie. Yeah. This is called Lego Batman 3, but this is like a Lantern Corps slash Justice League game <laughs> yeah. in Lego 4. It's interesting because it's it, that DC as a, as a brand doesn't kind of carry the same weight that something like like Marvel does because Marvel's really been pushed as a as a brand so it's Lego Marvel and kind of people mm. know it's not Lego Avengers yeah. which they very could have easily have done and included all of those same characters but it's Lego Marvel this could have this movie or this excuse me this game is Lego DC 
Yeah. But they choose to call it Lego Batman. So that, yeah. I don't know. I, I, and I, think I that's, get it. It's, I mean, it's more but. the power of the Batman name. And I think that Marvel has built itself as a brand as Marvel because it doesn't have a Batman or a Superman. And the DC slash Warner Brothers has learned the Batman name is one of the greatest assets they have. And so they're going to use it, even if it means selling you a Lantern Corps, yeah. you know. Game. Honestly, I find it a bit gratuitous. I, I think it's... Uh, it I, works on us, though, totally, I, every I, time. I, I, un, I understand it. <laughs> I, I, I get it. But I think it's... I think You're it's suckered a, in by well, it. I think it's a little I, shady. I, I think it's, it's a little misleading. Well, I, I, don't think it's, I don't think it's shady, but I understand where you're coming from because it's like... It's the easy way out. Yeah. Where it's like it wouldn't take that much extra effort and commitment and creativity to build the DC brand on its own so that way you don't have the problem with having to constantly try to tie everything into Batman or Superman because you're worried it's not going to sell. Do a little bit of that that right. groundwork, build that DC name recognition right. and you're it's going to pay off in in the back. And hopefully it'll get there. You know, yeah. I think as they're starting to really build that I really I think it's it stems from cinematic. I think yeah. Yeah. Mar- Marvel has established themselves as a reliable cinematic brand. Guardians of the Galaxy being a great example mm-hmm. where you go in a in a summer where we get, you know, Amazing Spider-Man 2 and X-Men Days of Future Past, say what you want about either of those films. Guardi- and I will. I know you have. And you will. Andy. Andy will. Listen to his podcast. But, but, Guardi- <laughs> but, but Guardians of the Galaxy is the Marvel movie of the summer. It's the it's the Marvel movie that everybody looks to as yeah. this was the one that won the day. Well, you honestly have to consider cinematically, and I'm glad you touched on that because I was thinking this as well, you have to consider the fact that Marvel not owning all of the rights to Spider-Man and these other properties that Fox and Sony owns. The fact that you have multiple studios working on movies, releasing movies alongside Marvel Studios releasing their own, does help build the brand. As long as those movies are okay. So I think it actually does help Marvel in the fact that their brand, they can lead with a little bit easier. Whereas Warner Brothers, they're really kind of doing it all for DC. Yeah, Whatever's going on with DC, they're doing it. So not having these kind of side studios sort of helping push the brand and taking these risks themselves as yeah. well, you got to think that maybe that that could actually help push the DC brand well, a little well, bit Mar- more. Marvel's just... It, they're out there, right? I mean, so right. This, this year, we... Yeah, not to discredit them at all. Studios, they're pushing it. Studio, you know, which studio made what aside, right? Because I don't, th- I don't think the general, the general moviegoer... I feel I, like they've gotten pretty savvy to it. I think that's a little inside baseball. I think we think that, but I think most people... Let's leave the sports terms out of this podcast. Please. I don't even know what the hell that uh, means. <laughs> I, think most, I think most people just kind of, it's all the same. And they see the Marvel tag at the beginning, and it's a Marvel movie. And so you, this year you look at it, and it's Captain America, it's Spider-Man, it's X-Men. And I, it's don't, I don't think that's true. true. I think most... I, I, think, do. I, I, I do. I most people true. I know who aren't into this still understand the difference between Marvel Studios and a Spider-Man. They know the difference. And I think that's the strength of what they've done with Marvel Studios. No matter how much Sony and Fox try to pretend things are Marvel Studios movies, and you see that in their marketing, mm-hmm. my girlfriend knows the difference. And I don't, I don't, I don't bore her with okay. this crap. 
You know, like we better not get too far into this. This right. is a Batman this is, podcast. This is a Batman podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Agree to disagree, but I, 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 I so nev- back on. Nev- to it. Nevertheless, Marvel yeah. has established that themselves. Uh, they've they've built that Marvel brand, right? And so I think in time, as DC fleshes out their cinematic universe, you know, with, they're on with, their way. With they're Man starting. Steel yeah. and Justice League and whatever else is coming after uh, that. I think that the the recognition of DC as a brand will become. Will become stronger. I think they found their so. voice and their style, like Marvel found yeah. a little earlier. Yeah. You know, DC's kind of been chugging along, and now you know it seems like the engine's running and they're ready to take yeah. off. So, well, and the other piece is that a Marvel Studios film is is a Marvel Studios film, whereas opposed to a DC film is a Warner Brothers film. Right. right. So it leads with Warner Brothers, not with DC. Totally. And so that's that's also where. where but to your point, happens. Andy, so Marvel Studios has established themselves. They have a, a reputation of doing quality quality films, right? So they they've earned the trust. Of, of the movie going audience yeah. with Captain America the Winter Soldier and Guardians this year so you know I think DC will hopefully get to that point where people know yeah. what to yeah. expect from a DC cinematic film and then when they see the DC tag they go oh that means this is going to be something really cool and, totally. and every trailer will have that DC tag at the beginning yeah um, and so and reeling it back in Lego Batman is the a great way to introduce a lot of these characters. Don't out. roll your eyes. This is a Batman podcast. No, I get it. But it's crazy over But here. it's all relevant. It's all relevant, right? Well, right. And, and that's why it doesn't bother me so much that they use Batman to sell these other DC characters because anything that gets the greater public to buy into a Green Lantern or a Flash or a Shazam totally. or... I think is a good thing, awesome. you know, yeah. and, and if that's what you've got to do to get people to care or not to care, but to at least give a chance to these other them. characters, yeah. that's fine with me because yeah. I, I want... Kids out there wearing flash T-shirts, totally. you know. Like I, just, I think that's good yeah. for the overall. I don't know. There's just something that, that doesn't sit well with me when I see an Aquaman movie that's got to be branded Justice League or a DC movie that's got to be branded Batman. I, I think work a little harder to establish your brand and and give some people the benefit of the doubt that they're not complete idiots, right? That you're not going to buy this Lego DC game unless we put. Batman at the top. I, I think it's a little... Yeah. I, well, and I, Lego, me. Lego Batman 2 to was, was Lego Batman 2 DC superheroes. Right. So, you know, there they kind of... That they, was better. They did it both ways. Yeah. closer. They had this yeah. one beyond Gotham. Batman, yeah. You're right. They <laughs> haven't made the leap. You're right. And it's so. beyond Gotham. It's not... Beyond like, Gotham. <laughs> yeah, it's outer space. Yeah. That everywhere is beyond Gotham. Totally. I don't know. It, I get it, but it's, it just kind of bothers me. Anyway. You you have the characters, you have the strength, just do it, Warner Brothers. Just lead with that Aquaman title. We want it. So, um, moving on, we can't wait for Lego Batman 3, but uh, there's a new mobile game. I never play mobile games, but... Uh, I have played this. I downloaded it. Have you? Yeah. It's like Temple Run, it it's, looks like. It's Temple Run oh, okay. slash uh, Subway Surfers. If you're familiar with either of those games, <laughs> a really weird team-up. Batman and Flash. Flash makes in Gorilla City, mind you. Right. Uh, <laughs> it's it's Batman running through Gotham, um, and then Flash you know, running through Gorilla City and things like that. It's it's fun. Um, it's just like those other, those other two games that we mentioned. It's a weird team up, but to our previous point about must put Batman on top. Yes. Uh, Batman is teaming up with the Flash, and he runs really fast, which makes no sense. But nevertheless... He's, he's got that suit, you know? Here we are. Batman really runs also runs really fast. I'm downloading it as we speak. So Yeah, yeah he's got, like, this uh, new armored wingsuit, I guess, yes. that it's got kind of, like, little yeah. bat wings on the back, and it helps him run, like, the Flash. Well, you, the you get that later on. You start off as just Batman, and he's just running. 
But cool. he, run, he runs basically the so same it's, speed. So it's fun. You yeah, play yeah, yeah. Cool. All right. Well, wow. Downloaded. I didn't... It's a simple mobile game. It's it's nothing complex. You guys, I'm proud of you guys. Look at you go. Some of us do our homework. Yeah. I don't believe in that sort of thing. <laughs> it's got to be better than the old Flash Game Boy game. Oh, I, I never played that. Oh, I bought it just because it was the Flash. Yeah. It was not good. Oh. This is actually a perfect... I, I think marriage of a of a, uh, a format that people are familiar with because of those other games mm-hmm. and and Flash totally. I mean, it's, it's Bat- obvious. Batman's a little weird, but f- but doing Flash in this format is perfect. Yeah, again, I think this does go back to that sort of. Well, do we lead with Flash in this running game, or well, do we well, just throw Batman in there? Just well, the to- Flash game, so <laughs> apparently they think not. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess not. So, Brian, you want to take us through? Uh, Merch collectibles? Yeah, merch collectibles. So Hot Toys revealed uh, this week their Arkham City Batman, and much like all of their Hot Toys uh, collection, they look amazing. Uh, We only have one shot that I've seen of this. No, no, there are several. Really? Okay, I tried to look, and I... Yeah. Uh, I guess I sucked at internet... So you'll figure it out. It is, it is tricky. Yeah. It's I these so many buttons. Ah. Uh, so uh, it comes with two interchangeable lower faces and several different hands and uh, very poseable, much like the other hot toys. This one looks great. Uh, looks like it's right out of the the game. So it's uh, another another great collectible. Um, and from Hot Toys. Yeah, and the and the the other figures that are that are coming out um, are they. Sorry, they're they're not hot toys as well, are they? I can't remember, but they're basically the small collectibles. Radio silence. They're the smaller, <laughs> they're the smaller collectibles. We saw them at Comic Con, and honestly, the quality they they're the uh, they're the action figures versus like the hot uh, the Gentle Giant Studios. Um, they're kind of more like a figurine, so the high end stuff. But these figures, uh, uh, it says interactive. To, yeah, I can't even tell. It doesn't have the name of them. I don't know. But basically, they're, they're Arkham Knight. They're the Arkham Knight figures. Batman, Harley Quinn, yeah. and. Uh, um, Arkham Knight figure and Scarecrow action figures. Sorry, I don't know who makes them, but you'll find them. Just look it up. They look amazing. They look almost as good a quality as the Gentle Giant Studios uh, figure. That's why I was trying to look at for pictures of the Gentle Giant one because uh, I am enough with you, Brian. Enough. <laughs> uh, <laughs> They they look really cool. They look amazing. Um, these these figurines, these action figures are getting really good. Um, they're getting to the point where you don't have to sacrifice to get, um, you know, the hundred and fifty dollar price tag figurine. You can get the action figure for twenty five bucks, and it looks awesome posed on your shelf as well. Thanks, Todd McFarlane. Yeah, uh, thanks, buddy. But yeah, you did. It. It's kind of in that spirit, right? Where you know these are. They are playable. They're all, they are relatively affordable. I mean, there's still you know twenty five bucks, a little pricey for an action figure, but you do get higher quality, mm-hmm. and uh, they're know. much smaller too. They're still six still and easier a half. on the wallet than the Hot Toys. Right? Yeah, so much easier. Uh, as as with all Hot Toys, I will admire that one at a distance because yes. I just can't pony up a couple hundred bucks for a a figure. But twenty five bucks, it's I, tough. Can, I can deal Although with that. Although the Adam West and the Burt Ward Hot Toys are are on my short list. Okay. Those things yeah. are awesome. Dear Santa. I yeah. showed my dad those, and he's like, are these just photographs of the actors? And I'm like, that's, that's how good they are. That's that's how I describe Hot Toys to anyone who doesn't know what it is. I go, let me show you a picture. And they go, oh, cool, Michael Keaton is Batman. I'm like, no, that's, that's a toy. That's a toy. That's a toy. Yeah. It's until they see the joining and stuff like yeah. that, some of the giveaways, that it's like, yeah, yeah. They're, they are doing an incredible job. The those only, the only so place cool. the Hot Toys fall apart for me a little bit is, you know, you know is when it there's no costume covering a joint. 
Yeah. So, you know, that's when it gets kind of dollish looking. Yeah. Uh, and I guess... They're trying to cover that more, and they're, they're yeah. more keen to it nowadays. But, yeah, it's... It, it, those, that's those when the are, joints become obvious. But exactly. When, you know, but the other one, I mean, like with the Sarkham City one, you know, it, he's fully armored up, and so it's it's perfect. So basically, you get a statue that you can change every day. Oh, and he can <laughs> he can sit on in the chair with you. <laughs> you know. better believe I will. <laughs> Whatever part of the morning routine. Whatever floats your back. <laughs> uh, so I think that's it for this week, right? Yeah. Anything there you else, go. guys? No, I think that covers it. So a fairly slow, uh, f- slow news week this week, but uh, as promised, we delivered yet another episode of uh, the Batman Universe podcast. So thank you for joining us, guys. Any final thoughts? My folks wanted me to give them a shout out. They listened to the last show. So mom and pops, Kelly and Mimi Carter, what's up? Thanks for listening. Wow, <laughs> it's very you're, specific. wow. Yeah, your I'm, parents, yeah, That's exactly. What it's about your, do your parents love you guys or no? Okay, no, they don't. Yeah, <laughs> well, thanks for asking. I'm sorry I like for to that. Think they do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll never be a bad man because I'm just. That's uh, why my parents are around and yeah. they love me so much. I don't think my so father much, knows so. what a podcast is. That would be <laughs> yeah. a completely foreign. Subject. To be fair, I did force it upon them, but you know, <laughs> they still listen. <laughs> you locked them in the car. And put <laughs> yeah, it you're not leaving this car. Listen to me, I'm famous now. <laughs> all right, so thank you for joining us on the Batman Universe podcast. Be sure to check out uh, all the other Batman podcasts under the Batman Universe umbrella. Lots of great stuff to listen to. Whatever your Batman needs are, or Robin, or Batgirl, or whatever else. Whatever else. Whatever else. Anything with bad before it. Right. You know you love it if you're like us. So thank you for joining us this week. On behalf of Andy, Jamie, I'm Brian. This has been the Batman Universe Podcast, and we'll talk to you next week. The Batman Universe is not affiliated with Warner Brothers or DC Entertainment. The thoughts and opinions expressed by the participants are theirs and theirs alone and do not represent the companies or organizations that they happen to work for. But thanks for joining us for this episode, and we will see you around Gotham.